is magic. And it's complete for the touchdown. For Bennett, the rookie from Boomer. He grew up in Garfield, New Jersey, 10 minutes from Giant Stadium. You're talking about a kid who is just all heart. Welcome to the Underdog Jets podcast with Wayne Corbett and Robbie Sabo. Welcome back to the Underdog Jets podcast with Wayne Corbett on this gloomy Tuesday. And folks, if you see that my camera is a little mobile, it's because uh, my computer just crashed right before we were supposed to go on. Hopefully it's okay. Uh, Let us know that we're live in the comments section. We still have access. And we got the guy who could help all of you, me, even himself, get out of this doom and gloom right now surrounding Zach Wilson, number 80. Wayne, what's going on? Crazy. Crazy day. Crazy last couple of days being a Jet fan. Uh, reading all the comments and everything today, the majority of the people seem to feel that, uh, you know, it's Zach Wilson uh, maybe shouldn't be the quarterback anymore, myself included. I've gone back and forth on it. Uh, how you feeling about it? I've always felt I've been higher on Mike White than a lot of the fans. The perfect quarterback, I think, for the Jets is Mike White's mind and grittiness with Zach Wilson's body, right? with his physical traits. I would have pulled him against the Pats, but, you know, that's more of an old school mentality. Hey, kid, you don't have it today. We're going to go back to you next week, which would be perfect for Chicago. And, you know, I watch the film, what Belichick does. They do a lot of good things, a lot of great concepts that are confusing. But it was a horrendous day for Wilson. It was horrendous from a lot of perspectives. There weren't a ton of opportunities, but there were enough to where if they just get average quarterback play, they win this going away. Yeah. The only thing I thought about, I was at the game. Um, Were you there? I was was there. Um, The only thing is it just would not have been fair bring Mike White into that situation, into that environment uh, in such a tight game. Uh, you know, you give him a week to prepare and game plan and all that stuff, it, it's different. So I don't think it would have been fair to, but I think maybe you give him a shot this week. Uh, so when he goes into the game, he knows the starter. Because if Zach goes in there and they're down early, a couple picks, you know, the crowd's going to go nuts. Um, and it's not just a crowd forcing the coach's hand, but, um, you know, you're going to have to make a move. And then what happens then to Zach? I mean, mentally, he'll, you know, he's going to go in the tank. In terms of Zach's issues, what are what are the, some of the most important issues you see in terms of what he's not getting done? Well, I mean, you know, part of it is the offensive line. He's back there scrambling a lot, but it's just, you know, the easy passes, you know, what they're giving him, what, you know, what they're giving him to take. Uh, you know, they stopped the running game. You know, they wanted they- him to beat them. Just bad throws. It's just you know that sidearm thing he's doing, and any throw outside the numbers, it's terrifying. That to be picked off, and he almost got two picked off for touchdowns. So yep. there's a lot of it. I mean, he's young though. He's young yep. though. He's 20 games in, but uh, he should be better than that at this point. 
You know what I think? And it's like, we, we've talked about this in the past where he has an on-off switch. He's really streaky. It, it And in this game, he looked confident in the start. He was using his legs. He was throwing strikes. Okay, he wasn't lighting the world on fire, but he looked confident. And, and that moment when he overshot Conklin over the middle and McCourty dropped that pick, I yeah. felt from that moment forward, the you just saw it on his face and the light switched off and he just went into the tank in which he said, I'm not going to take any chances, not even the chances that I absolutely should fire on. I'm not going to take any chances. I'm not going to be the guy who makes the mistake. So maybe if my advice would be tell the kid, listen, just let it rip. Uh, We don't want you to turn the ball over. We got a great defense, but we still have to develop you. Just let it rip, kid. Trust yourself. Let it rip. Yeah. Well, here's the problem. The game happened. It's the worst game that a Jet I remember having like that. You know, they get two yards in the second half, more punts and completions. You could go down the line. But after the game, they asked him if he felt that he left the, let the defense down and immediately said no. Like, yeah. are you serious? I mean, have some accountability. That's my biggest problem. That's why I think this is a situation where Coach Sal and Douglas and staff have an opportunity uh, based on the play and based on that, you know, he lost the locker room. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't care what anybody says. You know, he can get it back. But, you know, I said this morning, what does he see when he looks in the mirror after that game? But can he honestly look in the mirror and say, it wasn't my fault, I did enough? No. But the way he comes off is like he thinks he had a good game. Just because he didn't turn it over, he did his job. That's not, it's not right. Nah, it was a bad move. And I wonder... I wish he had more human element to him. It's like he's a machine and he tries to put himself in this machine type attitude because it's New York, because it's bigger than life. I'm going to toe the company line. We win as a team. We lose as a team. And even if he knows he was terrible and he was the reason they didn't win, uh, he's not going to, he, he, he doesn't let himself get into that mindset where he'll single himself or anyone else out. And he's got to understand as the quarterback, you have to do that in certain spots. Yeah. You know, they talk about it was just like Mark Sanchez, Sam Donald. Yeah, things didn't work out for Sam Donald, but he took it on the chin. Yeah. Every week. He never made excuses. He never blamed anybody. And I respect that. But this um this kid, he just, you know, he's you know, just I don't think he gets it. To be a quarterback in New York, you have to be a leader. You have to be accountable. You know, you have to take the lumps for your team, even if it's not your fault. Take some blame, you know, and it's it's not what he's doing, um, and I hate it because I th- I like the kid and I think he's very talented. But what do you do at this point? What do you do? I mean, you can't waste the season. You're still six and four, and you have probably the best defense in the league. Yeah. Uh, Danielle Yanez says, "You guys at Gillette technical issues? A little shot at BB, Mister Bill Belichick, with all his technical glitches over the years." Yeah, always. Um, you know, I was in a suite with all Patriot fans. Uh, we'll get into it, and you know, at the end, one, you know, I return that punt. Me and my dad were just kind of sitting there, like in shock. Like, did that just happen? Like the way that game was. Um, but How'd you feel? How'd you feel when the punt left man's foot? Did you think it was trouble right away? No, the whole line, the whole, whole second half, he's punting it out of bounds. He's putting um, great, and even when the guy caught it, his momentum carried him out of bounds. It's the kind of thing, just kick it out of bounds, go to overtime. This is like what the Giants did with Deshaun Watson at that time. Uh, Deshaun nah, nah, nah. Watson. That was a great. Just 
just punt it out of bounds. There's five seconds left. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I don't know if I can compl- I can't blame man for the the loss. Like, you know, I can't point out specifically anybody, but the defense was not a reason that they lost no. that game. They kept them in that game the whole time. No, defense, uh, it's easy to analyze the defense. There were some tackling issues early. Stevenson is a load to bring down, but that's nitpicking coaching. They were tremendous in this game. Uh, they bent but did not break. They were great pa- rushing. the. Pa- I think the coverage was great early, lifting the, the pass rush, but then the pass rush was just dominant as the game went on. Yeah, they were pushing up the middle or coming on the outsides, six sacks. Um, and he's not a bad quarterback. He's not mobile, Mac Jones, but uh, he's smart enough to get rid of the ball. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it was unfair to the defense. Um, and, you know, we're great in the coaching staff. And I know you could blame LaFleur. And I just don't know if they trust the kid to call all the plays in the in the playbook. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. He, You know, the easy ones, you know, anything that they, they just want to, like, get a positive play. He's not even completing those. And Belichick said, I'm going to shut down the run game. So yeah. that made it difficult. But where's the receiver screens? Where's the tight end screens? Where's the, you know, put someone over the ball. Make it an easy throw. I just, I don't get it. I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm always high on the coaching staff and Coach Sal. Me, me too. Like me too. But, I mean, at some point, I, I don't know. I mean, you you can't call certain plays because, he's you know, he can't drop back five step, steps, seven steps. Because he gets out of there. He gets antsy and takes off. And it's yes. just not a way to play quarterback. And that's a problem when you play a defense like the Patriots who want to crowd you and want to dare you to beat them over the yeah. top. So when you play the Bills, that's one thing. When you play the Packers, the Broncos, that's one thing. And they struggled against the Broncos. But those Ds are really lagged. They'll let you take underneath. The Pats are the exact opposite. And Belichick will go, all right, Zach, hey, I don't trust that you could beat us over the top i don't think you'll take that chance and until you do we're not changing yeah so that's the problem it's a copycat league and essentially these teams are gonna you know do the same thing to him yeah so hopefully he looks at the film takes a good look at it and like i said just realizes hey you know i know it was the heat of the moment and so people know 15 minutes after the game's over the media could come in and you're you know you're not calmed down yet. Your adrenaline's still going, um, and it's tough. So he's, you know, I say he's young, but everybody's saying, you know, he's still a man. Yeah. Uh, but he's a listen, young. You can't, you can't let that get the best of you. Now, if he went and like, you know, called the Quinnen and Mosley and the leaders of the defense, listen, I messed up. You know, I said something out of you know heat of the moment um, that I did let you down, and I don't need to know if it ever happened. Then I get it, but. For him to come in Wednesday morning for practice and be like, hey, nothing happened. It wasn't my fault. Then something's majorly wrong with him. And, yeah. uh, you know. Well, what do you think about Salah's um, approach here in which they went to a ton of meetings yesterday and he came away. He was two hours late for the Zoom call. I was not on it, but that was the uh, scuttlebutt. He was two hours late and said everything's on the table, did not commit to Wilson. What do you think of that strategy? Dow was two hours late? Yeah, to the Zoom call for the media yesterday. A couple hours, at least one hour. Well, here's my feeling on Coach Salo. And, and I'm a big fan of his um, and, and the way he's handled things, you know, in adversity and good, good and bad. Uh, I like how he handled last year, too. But, you know, he said Zach Wilson is our quarterback the rest of the year, a couple weeks ago. And then mm-hmm. yesterday he said, you know, got to look at the film. 
you know, it's still up in the air. And that's, that's great. You know I mean? You don't want to just like, you know, I said it, I have to stick with it. He can change his mind. Things have changed. You know, the, the play has decreased, uh, you know, and, you know, what he's saying in the media. Uh, and at this point, I think, you know, maybe he thinks we should move to a different direction temporarily or permanently. But it's tough because at that point, what happened to Zach? Do you say he's a bust for a number two pick? Mm-hmm. Do you admit that? I don't I don't think they have to. But I like Sal saying, you know, I cha- you know, changed my mind. Everything's on the table. Yeah, I agree. Um and okay, Anthony G says Zach's footwork is still a big issue. Twenty games in, off the back foot, front foot, almost pointed directly to the side. He, that's why he sails those throws. Yeah, his footwork is bad. It, a lot of the fundamentals, but also the timing, uh, like that outbreaking route. I forget who the intended target was that the Pats corner almost picked off. Shotgun. He, he takes a five step drop, and it's got to be three and out. Boom, boom, and he's just late on the timing. He reads things well. Usually reads the leverage well, but did not read leverage well. It just was so trigger shy, so gun shy. It's such a mentality thing with him. And yes, but you're right. The fundamentals are terrible. Yeah. So I don't want to just, you know, pile on the guy. You know, I'm sure he's got enough of it. The last couple of weeks and specifically this week, um, you know, people say, you know, what he said and how he said it. Um, you know, I heard it. I heard it on the radio, uh, you know, and like I said, the, the media is tough in New York. You know, you, you got to be a leader and thick skin and all that stuff. If you win in New York, it's great. But you got to deal with the media. Um, and, and listen, you just, you know, you got to be honest, yeah. you know, and, and make your mistakes and take the credit sometimes. And you got to take the blame sometimes, too. But in, in the land of social media, this wouldn't have been as a big thing back no. when I played you know, everything he does under a microscope. Uh, he's 22, 23 years old. Um, but, you know, there's all the reason, you know, he wasn't a captain to BYU. It just, just seems like he doesn't have that, you know, gene in him. I know he's the captain. Um, it's just captains will take that on the chin. Captains will take the blame, whether it's his or not. Um, captains won't, you know, not that he badmouth the defense, but just – you know, he should have said how great they played. We need to help them out. It's simple as that. It's, be, it's all you had to say. Be human. Yeah. Let go. It's such a mental thing. And here's the thing I'll say about him. Here's the positive. And take it for what it's worth. If any type of quarterback could be all-time bad one week and all-time great the next week, it's him. Right. Because it's all between the ears right now. It's all mindset. And if that gets flipped, if he can get confidence, it could reverse. So that's that's the one thing you can hold on to. But there's no disputing just how bad it was. Uh, let, let's get to some of the comments here. Um, the Jets have had the best shot. Jets have the best shot to play in the Super Bowl since Parcells era. Corbett uh, knows a thing or two about that. They need only an average quarterback, someone who can complete. Uh, Passes. I mean, yeah, for sure. It's but again, Salah. Think yeah. about Salah's complimentary style. He he was so attuned to the turnovers. He kind of wants the quarterback to be a game manager. Has that hurt Zach in terms of mentality? I don't know. I don't know. But you're right. They they need better production. Um, yeah. It's just it's just all around. It's just a disappointing game. Uh, disappointing that you know you you look at these two games versus the Pats. 
you just move the ball a little bit. You I mean you're then you're sitting at eight and two, two winnable games. You're tied for the Chiefs for the best record. You yeah. maybe win games you weren't supposed to, but just the opportunity they have, you know. But listen, Jet fans, we're still six and four. We have a tough one versus um Chicago this week. And then obviously we're hitting Buffalo and Minnesota. So this is a must win. You can't, you know, you can't go six and five into Buffalo uh in Minnesota. Um, yep. You have to find a way to take two out of these three games. And Justin Fields is banged up. I didn't even hear about this till yeah. later in the day. And I got four fantasy teams. He's my quarterback for all four teams. I it mean, is. my miserable fantasy season just keeps chugging along. It doesn't end. Uh, but will he play? We don't know. It's a separated left shoulder. That's, you know, that's the that's an extra risk when you have a running quarterback. Uh, but that would be an extra layer. Yeah. If there's a defense you want Zach to play, it's the Bears for sure. Here, here's one. It's one bad game. Can we relax and let Zach finish the season? It's not one bad game. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. It's they've won in spite of him. Can you count one game where you could say he won the game for them? At Pittsburgh, he had the the drive fourth yeah. quarter against Pittsburgh. He was good, but that's pretty much it. Listen, I've defended him all year last year. I know how talented he is. I like him as a kid. It's just hard after this past week. And even though he had, you know, career game yardage-wise, last time versus the Pats, he had, you know, three interceptions. But, you know, it can't be just, hey, I didn't turn the ball over. That's great. But you got to find a way to move the ball. And it can't be that you take your head coach's advice, don't turn the ball over, protect the ball to such an extent where you just destroy your own game. Like. I feel like he just he, he becomes so selfless and machine like and you know Skynet. He's like Skynet in the Terminator, where yeah, just play free and loose, man. Be a human, rip it, and uh, yeah. that, that's a problem. We have a question, William Robbie. What is your opinion on having Calabrese, a first-time quarterback coach, develop a rookie when he has no qualifications? Seems kind of crazy. I don't know much about him. And he's not a rookie. So um, I just think that, you know, it's, it's a group effort, you know, between Coach Sal and LaFleur and a quarterback coach. They just have to find a way, plays he's comfortable with, and they got to trust him. Yeah. Force, you know, force the ball down the field. Um, I like the fact that when he scrambled, you know, he ran with it and didn't uh, try to force something. There's good things he does. But the, the statistics are lie. Statistics are lie. Two yards. I mean, it's, missing open guys, and, and for me, it's the comment. So you guys know, it's the comment of not being accountable. That's yeah. that's my big issue with it. So I want people to understand that it's not a personal thing. As far as far as him, I like him. It's just that I don't like how he carried himself after the game. Yeah, and you know, if Zach was being objective, uh, which it's pro athletes, it's tough to be objective. He. Yeah. He would bench himself, let's be honest. Um, Calabrese, I don't think – I think Calabrese is a positive to the coaching staff. Excellent quarterback, has all sorts of Long Island records. Remember, this wasn't their plan. Greg Knapp was originally their guy. Obviously, the tragedy happened with him prior to two seasons ago uh, where he passed away. So Greg Knapp was originally the plan to be that veteran-type quarterback mentor – with Calabrese in the wings, unfortunately, they had to shift. 
they brought Beck in late last year, and that seemed to help Zach. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't hop over Calabrese. He's doing a good job. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of issues. There really is. We got a comment here from 2001, Lex Teleonis. The fans have been waiting for so long for a winning team. I think this is about expectations and setting them to be reasonable levels. Yeah. I mean, we've all, we've won a winning team for a while. Uh, expectations were lower. Uh, and then we came out the way we did, and people rec- you know raised their expectations. That's yeah. just how it is being a fan. You know, you, you see each team doing well, and then you're like, whoa, now you expect more from them. That, that's what you do. Uh, and they should expect more out of themselves. That's, they have some winnable games coming up. If they can go 500, they got a chance to make the playoffs. So, you know, fans have their expectations, and, and yeah, it should be reasonable. But with that defense, it, there's a chance to, to win most of these games. So our expectations should be high because of the defense. Yeah, and remember, Fant's going to come back, we think. Mitchell's going to come back. Coy Davis is going to come back. Uh, Anthony G says, the coin says we lose this game. One against the Bears. Wayne, have you heard about this coin? No. I, for, for those in the comments listen, uh, listening to us, who is the fan that did this? Uh, apparently before the season, a fan flipped a coin for each week, win or loss, heads or tails, and so far it's spot on perfect. Yeah. Three, 10 games. Yeah. Six and four. Wow. They should be rich going to Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can so, the coin, hopefully someone saw them before the season started. Yeah. Yeah. Can the coin predict a million dollars for me tomorrow? Yeah. I mean, someone link, someone link us to that tr- uh, Twitter account because I've heard about this uh, legend, but I have not seen it yet myself. Yeah. There's one comment from Hawks saying Rich Kamini saying the locker room is fractured. Does that mean the locker room is fractured? Pro tip. Yeah, listen, <laughs> and I know Chimini, um, and he always treated me fairly, uh, and the media's always treated me fairly. It, but like I said, it's it's rough as a quarterback and even more rough as a quarterback in New York. So, I mean, yeah, I don't believe everything here, um, and I'd be the first one to say that what matters is what's in the locker room and how players feel about each other. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure the defense was disappointed, but, you know, they're not going to like ice them out. You know what I mean? Their teammates, they've been through a lot together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At this point, you know, it's a little hard feelings, but that doesn't mean they're not going to play hard for each other. Yeah. And Samini, Samini's a good, uh, a good dude. Like he doesn't, a lot of fans get on him, but he, you know how much content he's pumping out uh, as a beat reporter hour by hour, Yeah. you know, for a franchise that that's lost some. So He's, he will never manufacture stories. If, if he has a report coming from players believing the quarterback has an attitude problem, or not even players, could be anyone in the building, I guarantee you it's genuine. Yeah. You know what, though? Herm Edwards said, put your name on it. Yeah, I agree if with you. You got something to say as a defense player, or I see how these young receivers, you know, you don't show up your quarterback. That's just the thing. I did it once in a game, like just threw my hands up on a bad pass, and I was like, I shouldn't have done that. It's who's the quarterback? Do you remember? No, nah, I'm not saying, but it's right. just uh, it's just something you don't do, and these young guys are calling them out. And, and Garrett Wilson, yeah. you saw Garrett Wilson do it, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's tough, man. When that happens, like you see, you lose the locker room a little bit. But you know what? They have to pick him up. If he's the quarterback, you know they got to support him and help him have every chance to succeed. I will see. I will say one thing. Independent of the Zach Wilson situation, there are a lot of players talking 
publicly, which yeah. I'm not loving, to be honest. You know, uh, a lot of these guys are young, haven't proven anything in the NFL. And there's a lot of talk going on. Yeah. So what else questions? I'd, I'd like, like to see Chad Pennington yeah. come back as quarterbacks coach. Chad Pennington would be a very good quarterback. He'd be a very good quarterback coach, OC, or a head coach. Yeah, how smart was Pennington as a quarterback? Yeah, he was uh, very smart. Him and Vinny, but Chad's a you know, student of the game. And uh, I think he's a coach coaching now somewhere in high school or, or, or where um, – and I know his son's playing, so he spent some time there. I think he's at Marshall. But um, I don't know. This, something has to be done. Something has to be done. And we've spent 23 minutes on Zach Wilson. Can we, can we talk about something else? What do you want? What do you want to kick around here? I'd just say just this is talk about how phenomenal the defense is playing, and, and just how many guys are stepping up that you know we knew would be good players, and that are you know just the guys who we thought you know would be you know just yep. all around. How, how about that sauce one early in the game on that mesh where he got over the top, and we thought it was a fumble at first, and they reversed. Yeah. Absurd recovery to close on that ball, number one. Uh, number two, did you think it was a fumble or incomplete? Um, I, mean, I was hoping it was a fumble. I mean, uh, you know, I thought I thought they could get – he made a football move, so uh, I thought it was a great play. Um, you know, it would have been a big play. You know, that fumble by John o. Smith where he just dropped it. I mean, we had two guys jump on it. Yeah. And somehow he got back on it. So they're fourth – you know, forcing turnovers – Force and fumbles, you know, you just need a couple to land in our arms. But, uh, I mean, you know, I'm watching with my dad, and it's like third and one, can they stop him? Stop him. Fourth yep. and one, stop him. Next time I get the ball, you know, second and short, you know, penalty, close a penalty or a sack out of field goal range. Sack out of field goal range. Back him up. I mean, it's just they're awesome. Coach Sal done a great job. Um, defense coordinator did a great job. So, you know, if they can maintain that, they're going to be in a lot of games. And how about the pass rush? Bryce Huff, uh, he might get the mo- most production out of few snaps. Is anyone in the NFL? Um, I don't know as much about him because I know the heat's coming from all over the place. Yeah, he comes wow. in off the edge and he, play- he, may- he comes in on third and long, so passing situations. Yeah. He just 10, 12 snaps a game, if that, and then he collects a, a sack a game. He's just, he's absurd. Yeah, I, I see, like you said, yeah, he's not in as much, but he's uh, impactful when he's in. But just seeing the force of front with Quinnen and Franklin Myers and Mosley filling the gaps and Quincy getting in the backfield and, you know, coming off the corners. I mean, if I had to, I can't pick out a weak spot. No. Yeah. You know, even the, you know, the safeties, they give a hard time to, but they're making plays too. Um, And you just, when you got a Super Bowl caliber defense, you know, you got to find a way to put up 14, 17 points and you're going to be in most games. And Mosley has been incredibly underrated this year. Right. In terms of linebacker and setting everything up and being the leader of that defense. He's so smart between the ears. Yeah. Uh, And another thing is these guys are exhausted. The defense, they're absolutely exhausted. You yeah. can see it on the sideline. They're out there, what, 70% of the time? Mm-hmm. And making big plays and, and, and stressful plays because they know if they give too much up that there's a good chance they're not going to win. 
That's a lot of pressure. I mean, that's start that's from the start of the game. Like we can't let this team score. We can't give up field position. So like I said, they've done a great job with that. That's yeah. the positive of it. And um going into uh Chicago, what's your feeling playing uh you know this week? I think they should win. I mean, a lot hinges on fields. They should win, but the wild card is uh, you know, against a running quarterback. A, a lot a lot of variables could happen so you got to play zone a lot more uh who are you going to spy fields with you know yeah. if he plays he's just such a he's just such an athlete he's on the lamar jackson level athlete at quarterback and i think in terms of running the ball and i think it's just those two and no one else uh defense i'm not worried about offense you just got to have that mentality so they better win. They should win, but they better win because six and five is not looking good. No, six and five with those, you know, we still got to go out to Seattle. Detroit beat the Giants. Um, yeah, Detroit. it's tough. It's tough. Um, but the good thing is, you know, whatever happened Sunday, uh, Darrell Revis is getting in the ring of honor. Yeah. Uh, well deserved. You know, he's probably, hopefully, I saw he's on the list for Can. Uh, you know, the, the semifinal list or whatever it is. So it'll be a great day Sunday to see him and honor him. Uh, and hopefully, you know, it's a great game. You know, they put in a great effort. You know, the defense is going to show up. Uh, and I'm really curious to see what Fields can do against uh, against them. I'm not saying he will break a big play or something, but I think they can contain him. It, and he destroyed the Patriots' defense not because the Pats defense isn't good, but because that was the first game when the Bears coaching staff said, okay, enough of this nonsense. We, we got to start running this guy. It was yeah. poor design runs. And that caught Belichick off by uh, by surprise. Yeah. Uh, get your comments in before we wrap it up here. Uh, use discount code 80 at jetsxfactor.com. Become a member. Get a free 8x10 signed Wayne Corbett autographed picture. There are four options. Shoot me an email. Um, emails on the uh, site and uh, yeah, get those last comments in last couple minutes here. It's funny. The majority of the comments are just agreeing and just talking about Zach. Yeah. And occasionally you get, you know, one saying he's maybe, maybe the best player. So, you know, it's just, you know, opinions vary. Um, but majority of what you're hearing mm -hmm. from, you know, the press, the media uh, is, you know, tough. It's going to be tough. You know, they sell newspapers, you know, with these stories. But when you hear NFL pro, pro Hall of Fame or pro quarterbacks that look at the film and critique his footwork and his throws and this and that, it kind of holds a lot of water listening to what they're saying. Uh, so take that into account. Uh, listen, uh, it's not it's just it's not just seeing two yards and nine completion and 10 punts and this and that and the attitude. Um, what you, what they're seeing is tech, technically he's just not sound at this point. I there was no bigger fan of the move to trade Darnold and bring in Zach Wilson than me. I promise. And I'm not saying he's lost. He's a lost cause. By no means am I saying that. But right. you can't not acknowledge that there's a problem right now. And yeah. I see it as between the. I see it as a mentality first problem. Yeah. Um, Anthony says, "Are we going to ignore Zach Wilson playing solid against Buffalo?" No, we're not going to ignore it. But and he played well and he executed. But 
there, the variables there were the floor called a great game. Buffalo didn't have their two starting safeties and linebacker, the best player on the team, I think, you know, mm-hmm. Milano. So they, they basically got by. It was a great game, but you know, yeah. If you're making the argument, are we, is everyone overreacting a little bit? Perhaps. Yes. But it's still substantial. Like the, it still holds water as Wayne said. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm looking forward to this week. Hopefully they redeem themselves. Um, but hopefully this time lasts. Next week we're talking about being seven and five and then heading out on the road. So I'm optimistic. Uh, like I said, I'm not trying to kill Zach Wilson, but you know, I'm stating the obvious that something he needs to change or there needs to be a change. Whatever it is, some it can't remain the same because they're not going to make the playoffs if it stays like this. Zach, I mean, just let it rip. Yeah. Play free and let it rip. Uh, don't just cloud out the noise. Play free, play free, let it rip, be a human. That that would be my advice. Okay. I agree, man. <laughs> All right, folks. We'll catch you next time. Hopefully my computer is not busted and I got to go to Best Buy and get another one. That would be a disaster. But until next time, Wayne fans, we'll, we'll see you guys later. Okay. Thank you.